Well, good morning this Thursday morning. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily. Welcome from me, Akoff, and welcome to Hebrews chapter 10. It's, it's, wow, what a what wonderful truths we've been exploring this week. I hope, if you, hope those who have been joining us, hope they've been doing you good. If you haven't, well, where have you been? <laughs> it's a really wonderful truth that we've been looking at here. The writer to Hebrews wanting to encourage these wobbly believers to, that they would not be condemned, they wouldn't lose their confidence, they wouldn't wobble, but they would they'd enjoy the, 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 the full measure of what Jesus died to bring about for them. That they'd enjoy their fellowship with the Lord. So let's pray and see what the Lord has for us today. Lord, thank you that you've called us into fellowship with yourself. Lord, you haven't just, you haven't just uh, forgiven us. You've, you've called us to fellowship with yourself and with one another. And we, I pray that again today you speak to us, help us, encourage us, do us good. Lord, may your word really go deep into our lives today, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, we, we ended yesterday, chapter 4, uh, verse 24 and 5. I'm going to go back there this morning as we start. Um, the theme, this last chapter, it's about the, the once and for all sacrifice that Jesus made for us. Our high priest, he died, he rose again, went into it as were the holy of holies. If, the presence of God as our sacrifice, um, his, his blood shed for us once and for all. So we don't have to be, be dragged down with God guilt, condemnation, and all that stuff. We read that lovely verse, verse 14. By one sacrifice, he's made perfect forever. Those who've been made, who are being made holy. We've been made perfect, justified. As far as the east is from the west, no condemnation. So, such a big thing to understand there. Whilst we're being made holy, more like Jesus, still face to face. Okay. Verse 24, this is where we stopped yesterday. Let's hold unswervingly. Don't, don't lose your grip on your, your salvation. Don't wobble. Let's consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. It, that seems to indicate that our love for one another isn't always automatic, that we need to, you know, there's, a, there's an ask being made. It can think about how we can spur one another on towards love and good deeds. How can we spur one another on? How can we help people in their walk with the Lord? How can we make our fellowship stronger? Okay. And he says, uh, not giving up on meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. So in other words, our meeting together is for the purpose of encouraging one another. That we're the body of Christ. All the different gifts in the body of Christ. There's nothing more... Well, I'm just thinking... I was going to say, there's nothing more wonderful than a Sunday morning, the gathering of the church family, when just pretty much everyone has... are using their gifts, bringing their gift. A psalm, a song, a word, an encouragement. And they, you know, it's beautiful. And, and, and so he's saying here, he doesn't say just turn up. Said, so let's consider how we must spur one another, not giving up on meeting together, but encouraging one another. Let that be true of, of your life group. 
don't be passive. You're, you're, you're part of the family. Yes, there'll be days when you're low and you need others to lift you up. But make sure that you're not just being lazy and, and opting out. Before you go to life group, Lord, help me. I want to encourage others. Show me how I can do that this evening. Or on a Sunday morning, please, please, please. It, it's, it's kind of, it, it should never happen that the body is silent on a Sunday morning. And it's just a guy who's, whoever's hosting the meeting and preaching. Oh, no, 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 no. Consider how, you know, not neglecting meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Word of exhortation, a song, a psalm, a prophecy, a tongue, an interpretation. Oh, let that be part of 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 the, the 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 rich fare of the fellowship of the people of God when we gather together, and be when you come on a Sunday, uh, I hope you do come on a Sunday. Um, Lord, what can I bring? How can I encourage? Of course, it might be private. It may be just in a personal way. You'll put an arm around someone. You'll 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 befriend someone. You'll encourage someone. You'll pray for someone. It may be private. Of course, of course, it may also be you stepping up and bringing something to the whole church. Let the richness of the body, of the family of God be seen when we gather. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, all the more as you see the day approaching, the day of the Lord. In fact, the, you know, the, it, it, the, the scripture speaks, I forget where it is, speaks about those who have loved his appearing, longed for his appearing. We're, we're supposed to live like that, aren't we, as followers of Jesus, living for that day, uh, not, not afraid of that day. Lord, I'm going to see you one day. Uh, you, you'll have heard me say on a Sunday morning at the end of a meeting sometimes, when you, when you go out, look at the sky. Remind yourself, one of these days they're going to be filled with the glory of the coming of the Lord. That, that's what we believe. That's what we, We're living for that day, the coming of the Lord. Okay, all the more as you see the day approaching. Now, verse 26, have I got long to speak on this? If we deliberately keep on sinning, after we've received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice is left for sin. Speaking about deliv deliberate sin, deliberate, cal calculatingly sinning. Now, um, I don't. We, we don't believe in Christian perfection at uh, this side of heaven. Um, we're saved by grace, and we're, we, 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 uh, until we stand face to face with the Lord, we're not, we're, we're not going to be perfect. Um, but we should hate sin. If we've understood what it did to the Lord Jesus, we should hate it. And if we deliberately, uh, maybe you, you know, we've, the Holy Spirit's been prodding us. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't go there. And we've, do you know what? I'm just going to. Ba-dum, ba-dum. That there's a price to be paid. If we're going to do that, if we deliberately keep on sinning after we've received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice is left, only a fearful expectation of judgment and, goodness me, and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Now, I would just want a, a word here for those with tender conscience. Please don't get thrown into condemnation. This is speaking about deliberate, shameless sinning probably repeated sinning we will all 
find ourselves, we, we've said something or we've slipped, we've done, oh, no, no. We understand that and we, we quickly come to the Lord. Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, I, 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 I'm ashamed of that. He's speaking here of a deliberate, blow it, I'm just going to do this, blow it. I'm just going to do this. It's scary. Anyone who rejects, rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. He's speaking about Deuteronomy, uh, I forget which chapter. How much more severely do you think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot? Goodness, he may have been thinking about particular people in this congregation who were brazenly um, walking away from Christianity and denying the truth of what Jesus had done for them. How much more severely do we think someone deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that, that sanctified them, who has insulted the Spirit of grace? That's a goodness me, insulted the Spirit of grace. Oh, I just want to say, well, Lord, give us a tender conscience. Give us a tender conscience that we can be quick when, when we have slipped. Oh, God, I... I, I, I forgive me. I'm sorry. I, I don't want that in my life. I, that, that it, it costs you. Forgive me. Okay. It, it, of course, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus spoke about taking drastic action. If 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 your if your if your right hand offends you, cut it off. Of course, it's it's not literal because it's, it, 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 but what it's saying is take drastic action, and we need to do that. If things are Bring it, lead us into sin again and again. Take some drastic action. Even if that means getting rid of your internet, you won't be able to watch this if you do, but do you know what I mean? If, if that is an area that you're struggling with, take some drastic action. This is, this is, this is, this is, oh, it's heavy stuff. Insulted the spirit of grace. It's, my time's gone. I don't want to leave us in condemnation, so I'm going to pray. Lord, insulted the spirit of grace precious Holy Spirit in our lives. Lord, thank you that we do have the Holy Spirit in our lives. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would forever be prompting us to, to, to worship Jesus, to love him, to, to follow after him. And we don't want to suppress the voice of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and lives. We want to hear we want to keep our eyes fixed on the Lord Jesus. We want to walk well. We want to please you, Lord, today. Wherever we go, whatever we're doing, we want to please you. So please help us, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Overshot a little, sorry, but uh, important things. Have a good day and enjoy your fellowship with the Lord today, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye now.